Why does the Holy Spirit appear as fire? He could have appeared as anything he wanted to. He's not, he's not bound to appear as fire. So why fire? I mean, he could have appeared as water. He could have appeared as donuts. He could have appeared as dinosaurs. But he appears as fire. And we shouldn't think it's arbitrary nor accidental. So we should try to examine, well, what is it about fire? What's it about fire that's similar to what the Holy Spirit is and does and wants to do in our lives? Well, starters, we know that fire is dangerous. You don't mess around with fire. It's also very useful. And if we harness it correctly and are are careful with it, it can be very helpful, actually necessary. We can't live without fire. The fire of the sun, the fire in our cars, the fire in our houses, we need that fire. Just like we need the fire of the Holy Spirit, but we don't mess around with him because he's dangerous. Fire transforms. Transforms one thing into another thing. Can transform buildings and forests into rubble and and dust. But before it does that, it actually transforms the thing into itself. The wood becomes fire. And this, more than anything else, is what the Holy Spirit wants to do. He wants to transform you and me into the divine image. That's what he does. He transforms. And this is what we we look at and we, we remember on the Feast of Pentecost. If we look at some of the apostles pre-Pentecost and some of the apostles post-Pentecost, it'd be hard to tell that we're even talking about the same guy. Take this instance, for instance. There's a guy, he's standing around a fire, there's several people around with him, and he says, what, Jesus? No, I don't know him. I don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. Never seen him before in my life. 50 days later, he's standing in front of thousands of people, important people, leaders, and he says, you Israelites, you crucified the king of glory, repent. There's no way that's the same guy, right? Remember this one? There's a guy, he's standing there, he got mad at some some dirty old Samaritans, and he says, Lord, let's call down fire on them, and let's just burn them up. Well, later, he writes this. See what love the Father has for us? That he calls us children of God. There's no way that's the same guy, right? But it is. That's the same John, and that's the same Peter. But something happened. What happened? Pentecost happened. The Holy Spirit showed up. The Holy Spirit transformed them. They took what was, what was impure in them and purified it. They took what was human in them and they divinized it. They took what was lacking in them and they filled it up. He filled it up. And this is what he wants to do in all of us. At the privilege of being at the cathedral yesterday for the ordination for the archdiocese, four men were ordained. Two of them I knew, not super well, but I knew them before they were, uh, before they were priests. Knew them since they were teenagers. They're just ruddy little kids. One of them's named Kyle. I was a little disappointed. He didn't become a Dominican. Now I have to share my name with another priest in the archdiocese, but known him since way back when. And now they're priests, transformed. They're different men. And a lot of time, the, the, the men we see before seminary and the man we see after seminary completely transform. You wouldn't recognize them. You wouldn't, you wouldn't know, 
You wouldn't know years ago that they were going to be the priest that they became. There's a, there's a man in seminary while I was there who remembers that when he was in, he said third grade, third grade his priest was standing there talking to the class and he said, I remember when I was in third grade, I knew God wanted me to be a priest. And this young man said, yeah, I'm in third grade and I don't want to be a priest. There was a man while I was in seminary studying to be a priest and in, in eighth grade, in eighth grade, the principal called him and his parents into the office and said, hey, get rid of this kid because he's causing nothing but trouble. I knew a man that the year before he was, uh, before he went to seminary, the year before, he was this close to being engaged. The date was on the calendar, the ring was on its way. And that man went on to become a priest. That man celebrates today the seventh anniversary of his priesthood and that priest stands before you today. And anybody who knew me in college, middle school, even when I was a kid, I don't think they would have pinned me as a future priest. My mom is here today, so you can ask her after mass if that's true. But I don't think that, I don't think that anybody had that in mind. Well, what happened? The Holy Spirit happened. The Holy Spirit transformed me so that I'm a different man today than I was all those years before. And the Holy Spirit wants to do that in all of our lives. He wants to transform you as well. And I say in a very particular way to, to the young men out there, young men up here, that the Lord might want you to be a priest. And you might be thinking to yourself, well, like, I don't, I don't want to be a priest or I'm not, I'm not good enough to be a priest or I want to get married. And I say to that, check, check, check. Yep, I wanted all those things too. And look at me now. And you young ladies out there, the Lord might be calling you to be a nun or a sister. And whether or not you feel like you're particularly qualified or equipped or good enough to do that right now, the Lord will transform you. Because the Lord doesn't call the people that are already worthy of the, the mission. He transforms them and gives them what they need for what he calls them to. I'd, talk, I'd say to the, to, the, to the married men out there, we've had a blessing in our parish. We have two uh, deacons from our parish, Deacon Mike DeWitt and Deacon Joe Kiddock. And the Lord might be calling you to be a deacon, to serve the Lord in that way. And all of us, every single one of us, he wants to transform us. Wherever we are, wherever we're at right now, he wants to change and transform us into the image that he has for us. St. Paul writes to the Corinthians, he says, all of us with unveiled faces gaze upon the Lord and are transformed by it from one degree of glory to the next. One degree of glory to the next and the next and the next. And so there's two dangers, two, two ways in which we can err in the spiritual life. One is to think that I've arrived. I've, I've achieved it. I've, I'm as holy as, as one can be. I'm done. There's no more room for the Holy Spirit in my life. I'm there. Well, that's, that's clearly not the case because we're being transformed into the image of God's only son and that's a perfect image. And we're never there. The other error we can make is on the other side, we're saying, I can never achieve that. 
And so why even try? And so I'm just gonna give up right now because I'm never gonna get there. Well, that's not true either because we're discounting what the Holy Spirit can and wants to do. A rough analogy might be something like this. Where you're in school, you're a kid, we're learning, we're learning how to read, we're learning how to write, we're learning, we're learning math. And every one of us, we're all at different levels and different speeds. That's not, the, that's not the point, right? Some of us are better at reading, we excel really fast in that. Some of us are better at math, we excel in that. Some of us are slower, some of us are faster. The error would be to say, I can never do this, it's so hard, I'm just going to stop right now, I'm not even going to try. I'll get through my life without reading or math. That would be an error. But the other error would be, I can read at a third grade level. I know basic arithmetic. I'm done. There's nothing more for me. Well, that's obviously not the case either. And so with our spiritual life. So with our spiritual life, we don't want to despair that the Lord can't transform me. Nor do we want to presume that there's nothing more to be done in me. But actually the true the true definition of holiness is that I'm allowing the Holy Spirit to take me from wherever I am and transform me into wherever he wants me to be. All at our own rate, all at our own speed, all at his own desires. We just have to desire that and be open to that and pray for that. That's holiness. So the one who shows up to the pearly gates and says, yeah, I stopped I stopped trying years ago. Or the one who shows up to the pearly gates and says, yeah, I was perfect years ago. That's not what the Lord wants to hear. The Lord just wants to hear, I knew that I was incomplete and that you can transform me. And every day I just kept trying to say yes to your transformative love in my heart. And wherever you are, because holiness isn't a bar like right here. It's not a bar right here. It's not a bar right here. It's this journey right here. And so long as I'm on the journey, I'm on the right path. So let's ask the Holy Spirit today in this Feast of Pentecost, the birthday of the church. Let's ask the Holy Spirit to re-enkindle in our own hearts the, the transformative fire of his love. So that wherever we are today, just say yes to where he wants us to be tomorrow. And then tomorrow we can say yes to where he wants us to be the day after. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, great fire of God. And kindle in our hearts the fire of your love. Transform us that we may become the image of God's only Son.